this word this morning, Father. And thank you, God. We all have been experiencing a lot of things in our lives. But we know that the devil is a liar. He's a defeated foe. He's under our feet. So we can rejoice and be glad in that. And he has been so good to us. So good. So good. And so we thank you, God. So um, allow your word to go forth this morning, God. Not that I'm seen. It's not about me. I'm not doing anything but doing what you gave me, which is to speak the word. So we ask that you just touch this morning, God. Touch us this morning, God. Yes, God. Let the word go forth. Let it be a changing word. Let it be a word that lifts us up, God. And that you are God, and you are God all by yourself. You are God, and so we thank you this morning, God. We thank you for those that are present, those that are under the sound of my voice. We thank you for Sister Judy running in and having to leave, but we ask that you protect her as she goes to work, cover her family, cover her sister, and the death of her, her brother-in-law, God. So just touch them, touch that family right now, God, and all that they're going through. Only you can make a change in that family, and so we thank you, God, right now that we can stand in the gap. And as I went out this morning and I thought about the title of my, my sermon this morning is A Transforming Purpose, and I cried out there because my purpose is to pray. My purpose is always to be in a mode of prayer. Sometimes we don't know what our purpose is, but as we listen to what you've given, you just touched me to know that it's to stay in prayer. You know, it's not just to pray on Sunday morning. It's, it's pretty much praying all day and all through the week because there's something always that needs prayer. And so I thank you, God, for thank my purpose, which is to always be in prayer thank for families, for our couples here that are married, God, touch their homes, touch them. all that concerns them as husband and wife, God. We thank you for the years that they've been married. We thank you for the time that they put in. Those of us that are single, God, we thank you that you are our, our we're your bridegroom and we're to dedicate our lives to you. And so, God, we thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for our children, our grandchildren, God. We ask that you just cover them right now with the blood of Jesus. God, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I think of the kids as they go to school in the morning and they're standing there and they're waiting for their bus or they're walking to the bus stop or a regular bus, maybe not a school bus, that you just cover them, God, because there's so much danger out there and the enemy just wants to destroy because that's his purpose. Yes. John 10, 10 says that he has come to kill, to steal, and destroy but that you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. And that's by staying in your word, God. That's by lifting up your name. That's by praying and fasting. And so we thank you this morning. Thank and we you, praise God. you in Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. name. So I've already given the title. <laughs> the scripture text is um, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
So transformation has been our theme topic for 2019. Since the end of August, Pastor Ron has begun a series on what's my purpose. Mm -hmm. So today I take these two topics, transformation and purpose, and I merge them together to get our topic, a transforming purpose. I don't know if it's on the next slide. Let's try it. <laughs> Make sure it's on. If you see the green, it's on. No, on the side. A transforming purpose, praise God. Um, <laughs> so um, transformation means an act, process, or instance of transforming or being transformed. Transform is defined as to change in composition or structure, to change the outward appearance or form of, to change in character or condition, to convert, to, su um, to subject to a mathematical transformation, to cause a cell to undergo genetic transformation. The Greek word for transform is metamorpho, which means to change into another form or to transfigure or transform. As we are transformed, the acts of the flesh no longer are controlling us or no longer have dominion in our lives. Dominance is defined as commanding, commanding controlling, or prevailing over all others. Renew is defined as to make new, restore to freshness, vigor, or perfection. Make new spiritually to regenerate and restore to existence. Conform means to give the same shape, outline, or contour to. To bring into harmony or accord. To be similar or identical. Do you look like the world? Is there evidence of a difference in our lives? Are we so like the world? We've blended in and become identical in our thoughts, actions, and the things that we say. Purpose is defined as something set up as an object or end to be attained. Intention, resolution, determination, to propose, which is to form or put forward or a plan or intention as an aim to oneself. So we know Pastor has talked about Jeremiah 1.5. Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I formed thee, so before each of us was formed in our mother's womb, mm -hmm. or belly, I knew that he knew all about us. Yeah, yeah. Even before that conception took place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And before thou camest forth out of the room, I sanctified thee and ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. Mm -hmm. Sanctify just means to set apart to a sacred purpose. Mm -hmm. Ordained means to establish or order by appointment um, and then it talks about destined to decree beforehand so all of that makes up what has already been set in motion before so we're sitting here this morning but before we were even formed in our mother's womb God knew where we would be on this morning 9 29 19 he already knew that right. yeah. that was already set in motion mm -hmm. right yeah. Steve would be here playing Pastor would be here praying. <laughs> the, the Thomases would be on usher duty. He already knew that. Yeah. Even before we were born. Mm -hmm. So that goes to show the power of the Most High God. Yeah. So what we have been with light, enlightened with about our purpose since August, some may still not know your purpose. Mm -hmm. But you do have one. Right. Some may be struggling with their purpose. Mm -hmm. They know what it is. 
but can't believe God would have me set aside to do that. For real. Well, well. For real. So the first sermon done in the series revealed the jawbone in Judges chapter 15, verses 15 through 16. The jawbone had a purpose. And I thought about that when I went back to review his sermons. Yeah. <laughs> I said, the jawbone had a purpose. These chairs were recreate these chairs were created and had a purpose so we could come and sit on them. They had a purpose too. So Samson picked it up, that jawbone, and he slew a thousand men with it. The next sermon, we learned that purpose ain't no pleasure trip. It is not easy, in other words. Your purpose will never go against God's ordinance, not something that God forbids. You may experience betrayal, pain, persecution, and hate as you continue on the road to your purpose. You may not know it, but as you continue down this road, those are the things you may experience. Next, we learned we must have a relationship with God. This revealed purpose is intentional, deliberate, calculated, done on purpose, intended, thought in advance. So when we think about the relationships that we have with one another, over the years here at Road to Damascus, we love each other, we hug each other. But that's the relationship that we have developed with each other. And it's, it's taken time. I'm sure the first time that we met in the Thomas's backyard to have our first discussion of what Road to Damascus was going to be like, we were all kind of looking at each other going, okay, wondering how this is going to go. Right. Wonder what it's going to end up like. Well, it ended up like we love each other, we smile, we hug, kiss, and when we don't see each other, we want to know, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's because our relationship has grown. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to have a relationship with God. We must transform our conduct, our mind, our life, and understand we can't walk away from it. We may try to hide from our purpose, but we can't get away from it. Then we learned our purpose provides direction, that it brings glory to God and builds his kingdom here on earth. Because that's what it's all about, building the kingdom of God here so that others that are lost in the world will know that he does love them. He does care for them. He has a purpose for them. And he uses us. We're his instruments. We're yeah. his tools. We're his hands. Mm -hmm. So every second Sunday when we gather up food items to take to the L.A. Bank, we're his hands. That's right. Right. We have already made a stop and picked up those items and brought them here. Mm -hmm. And then his other hands and his vehicle becomes Sister Gwen and Mama Carol. They go and take the items. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still using us in that purpose. That's right. right. But we have a purpose in his kingdom. His kingdom work is to make sure every second Sunday, even if we forget to give it, we can hand over. Here's $20, sister. I didn't get anything. But there is a purpose. We can do something. So we must commit to God and use our gifts. And then let love rule and let kindness rule and go deeper in God's word and ask God to reveal his purpose. So if you're not really sure what your purpose is and you're still struggling with that, then you can ask God to reveal your purpose. Yeah, yeah. Pastor talked last week about his dad, and when his dad fixes that chicken soup, um, that's his purpose. No, I'm just kidding. Part of his purpose. <laughs> but over the years, when I first, we all were at another church, and I used to see Brother Thomas as an usher. So he's been an usher for years. That's all I've known him to ever do, but that's his purpose. That's his purpose. 
when the Maya and, and, and Michael are here to sing, that's their purpose at that time. Amen. That's their purpose. Steve's purpose is to play that keyboard yeah. and, right. and play songs that we may be, may, Pastor may be thinking or just he hears some of the words he's saying and he picks up on it and he begins to play. Yeah. But that's his purpose. We have a purpose. That's right. So I would like to take this opportunity to ask you to consider this. Before you know your purpose, it may transform you. How you ask? Great question. Let's explore this. We have all heard stories of people that may have been raised in a home where their parents used drugs or they were beat or abused physically or verbally. Then that person goes spiraling down a path of destruction using drugs themselves, prostitution, murder, theft, and many other things. Mm -hmm. Then one day, they hear someone speak and their heart is ready to hear and accept what they just heard, that God loves them and has a purpose for their lives. Mm -hmm. And a change comes over them and they begin to walk in that purpose set in motion for them when they were in their mother's womb. Mm -hmm. So they transform all these years, it may have been bad things they were going through, yeah. but they were transforming to take on the purpose that God had set in motion for them. Right. They become a preacher, a teacher of God's word, mm -hmm. a songbird for God, a praise and worship leader, a praise dancer for God, walking in his ways and obedient to his commandments, mm -hmm. not following the flesh, but submitted totally to God. Yeah. Before their purpose became a reality, they had to transform. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. They had to go through several steps to change. Mm -hmm. Ecclesiastes 3 indicates there is a time for everything. Yeah. A time to live, a time to die, a time to be born. Mm -hmm. If you read it, you'll see there's a time for everything. I submit to you, the transformation one goes through gets them to their purpose. Yeah. A time to stop taking drugs, mm -hmm. a time to stop prostituting, mm -hmm. a time to stop lying, yeah. a time to stop gossiping, a time to stop cheating, mm -hmm. a time to stop backbiting, mm -hmm. a time to stop being prideful, yeah. a time to stop stealing, a time to get to your purpose. Right. Right. Colossians 3, 2 and 3 indicates set your minds on things that are above. Not on the things that are on this earth. Right. Mm -hmm. The things here are, are they'll fade away. Yeah. All we need is a real bad earthquake. Everything will shake and break. Yes, right. right. If we if we live down in the area where there's floods, everything is all flooded out yeah. and, and ruined. Yeah. And so you have to replace it. Mm -hmm. But if you set your things on the things that are above, it right. won't matter. Because right. you know those things will they'll they'll decay. They'll rust. Mm -hmm. And then verse 3 says, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm -hmm. Setting our minds on the things of Christ requires discipline, commitment, and dedication. Mm -hmm. Think about people that lose large amounts of weight, 60 pounds or more. They transform. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't have to be 60. That was just a number I had. And no longer look the way they did a year ago. Yeah. But they had to discipline themselves. They had to commit to eating healthy, not emotionally, like I do, and dedicate themselves to a lifestyle of change. They got that. That is a transforming purpose. 
It you have to go through things to transform. Yeah, yeah. Right. You have to get to a certain point so the purpose of what you need to do at this point will change. Consider the person that uses a curse word with every other word as they speak. <laughs> then they begin to transform. And you're on the edge of your seat as <laughs> you're waiting for that continual curse word. But no longer do they do that. They have changed or transformed in a new purpose, which doesn't include the cursing. They've changed. Someone else is a sex machine. Sex with anybody. Someone of their own gender, another gender. Then they encounter the word of God. And Jesus becomes their Lord and Savior. And no longer are they just a sex object to everybody. They are waiting on the one that God has for them. That male for the woman and that woman for the man. As they wait, they can share their testimony with others of a change that only God could orchestrate. Their purpose. But they had to transform to get to that purpose. The perfect person that was in the world, taking drugs, selling drugs, has an encounter with Jesus. And they are transformed into a person that becomes a witness for Christ. They now have a purpose. I can witness, yeah, I used to sell drugs. Yeah, I used to even take them. But God turned my life around. Yeah, so they were yeah, transformed yeah, yeah, to a purpose yeah. to witness now for Christ. Yeah. Another person started off stealing as a kid. Then as a teenager, they got bold and went into a mall to steal, but then they got caught. Now they're serving time. But that person, too, has an encounter with Christ. Yeah, yeah. And they are transformed. They're changed now. They can talk about, yeah, I used to do that, but God changed me. God changed me. It wasn't mama. It wasn't daddy. They were praying, but God changed me. And so now they're a motivational speaker for Christ. Mm. Their purpose. Yeah. Their purpose. Yeah. We know that Proverbs 18.21 indicates death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. Mm. So don't even allow negative mm. people to speak a negative word around you. Because yeah. it will harm your purpose. Yeah. You'll get off track. You'll be thinking, well, they said I couldn't do it. Right. No, but God said you could. But if you keep staying around people that are negative long yeah. enough, yeah. you'll begin to, uh, oh, maybe yeah. they're right. Mm. Maybe I can't do that. Mm. Maybe I can't go back to school. No, maybe I can't take that class. Yeah. Maybe I can't, can't, can't. Mm -hmm. Because then that negative has taken over. Yeah. So get away from them. <laughs> Examples of those transformed. Think of yourself as an example of one that has transformed. Think about how you were just a year ago and how you have changed, and you're still changing now for the advancement of the kingdom. We all have different purposes and gifts in the kingdom of God. We've also covered 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. They miss that the, there's the spirit of wisdom, the word of knowledge, healing, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, prophecy, speaking in tongues, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers. Um, gifts of ministry, exhorting, ruling, showing mercy. Um, these gifts and purposes become evident in our lives. and But we had to go through something and transform to get to it, which is our purpose. Yeah, 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 we had to go through something. Yeah. May have been a divorce. Mm -hmm. May have been a death. Yeah. May have been a rebellious child. Mm -hmm. 
So there's no young people here this morning, but they don't need to get stuck in what we've done as adults in the past that they may be discouraged to walk with Christ. God still loves them. So they have to rise up and walk in their purpose and allow a transformation to happen. They have to take a, a stand for God. And I know it's hard because of the peer pressure and all of the things that they may be going through, but we have to pray for them. That they're not afraid, that they don't be a follower, that they're not bullies, that they're not bullied, that they don't cheat on an exam, that they don't disrespect their teachers or their parents, so that they're transformed for the purpose that God has for them. So let's think about Genesis chapter 17 verses, um, that's not a verse, I'm sorry, chapter 17 through chapter 37 and then 39 through 41. I'm not going to give you a verse, I'm sorry, you have an assignment to read. Ah. Um, at age 17, Joseph had a dream that people were bowing to him. His brothers were angry and pretty much hated him. They dumped him into a pit, then they sold him into slavery, betrayal. In an unknown city or town, he was in Egypt. He is falsely accused by his manager's wife that he that he tried to lay with her when in fact it was she that was the one that approached him. Right. Joseph revealed dreams of the cup holder and the baker which came to pass. One was hung, but one was restored to his position, but they forgot about Joseph still in jail. Mm. Then the dream of Pharaoh was revealed and eventually he was released from prison and put in the position of second to the Pharaoh, the king. He becomes the leader at age 30 over Egypt. What a transforming purpose. The great thing, he never forgot God. Unfortunately, he had to go through some things. He had to go through changes to get to that purpose. It just wasn't handed to him. Here, here's your purpose. No. He had to go through something to get to that purpose and become second in command. Colossians 3.23 says, And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. So if you're to show hospitality, which is a gift, keep on doing it. If you're an usher, stay on guard. If you're a musician, do it for God's glory. If you're a singer, as unto the Lord. A praise dancer, dance like David did. With no concern of what others thought. He danced unto the Lord. Walk, dance, sing in your purpose. And then, of course, my friends, the Transformers. Second <laughs> uh, Timothy 1 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So don't be afraid as you transform into your purpose. Right. The transformation may be painful, but the reward is being obedient to God. Yes. So don't be afraid. That's right. Whatever somebody brings against you, don't be afraid. Because greater is he that is in us right. than he that is in the world. Right. So as I talk about my friends, the Transformers, the Autobots, the Decepticons, Optimus Prime, yes, I have the names now, Bumblebee, Cybertron, and Megatron. <laughs> some transform, I watched that with my grandson, some transform for the good and some for the bad. Right. Even they had a purpose. Yeah. And as they transformed, a purpose had to be fulfilled. Yeah. 
Um, transformation requires studying and developing in the word of God. Transformation requires resting in God's word and meditating. Transformation requires praise, worship, and fasting. Purpose means something that only you can do. I can't do it. I can't preach like pastor, but he can't reveal the word like I can. Because we all have individual purposes. Um, purpose means you may not recognize it right away, but ask God to clearly reveal it. If you're still not sure, just be in prayer. He'll reveal it. Purpose may have challenges along the way, but you can do it. You can still do it, whatever it is. Um, next slide. <laughs> oh, we did that. So Genesis 19, 23 to 25 says, All right, the angel said, I will grant your request. I will not destroy the little village. But hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. This explains why that village was known as Zoar, which means little place. This is the story about Lot and leaving Sodom and Gomorrah because the fire and brimstone was going to come down and destroy it because of the sin, the rampant sin that was so overtaken in that city. Yes. So Lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them, along with the other cities and villages of the whole plain, wiping out all the people in every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife looked back. She, they were told not to look back. as she was following behind him, and she turned into a pillar of salt. My slide's purpose is don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. So the little car is what he, trans, he transforms from the big car to the little car. Don't hesitate in what God has for you to do. Don't hesitate in your purpose and your transformation purpose because hes hesitation may delay getting you to your purpose or worse. Yeah, yeah. You may be destroyed. Mm -hmm. right. And then finally, um, don't fight the process of transforming into your purpose. Mm -hmm. Don't fight it. Mm -hmm. All that fighting going on there, mm -hmm. don't fight it. Fighting won't stop the purpose from coming to pass. You may be bruised and beat up along the way, but when you walk in it, God has already ordained for you to walk in that purpose. Yeah. Genesis 32, 24 through 26 indicates this left Jacob all alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Then the man said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So don't fight. You don't have to wrestle. Because God's purpose is still going to come to pass. And so when we think about our lives, when we think about the, change, the things that we go through, and the challenges, you know, somebody may have lost a job, someone may have been hurt, someone may have had to have surgery, someone may have been without a job for 11 months. Somebody may have gone through some form of a, a sickness or a disease. Someone may have had a loved one pass on. All of these things happen to us, That's but right. we still have a purpose. Right. We still have a purpose to give God the glory, Amen. to walk up right before him. Mm -hmm. And so 2 Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have remained faithful. So you have a 
transforming purpose. And it may not be easy to get to that purpose, but if you continue to fight the good fight and walk with him, you will reach your purpose. Amen. Thank you for your time. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't leave. Hmm? You've got the rest. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, at this time,